this is the last Sunday in a series on four letter words. And uh, I got to tell you, you know, this isn't necessarily a word, but it's my favorite four letter diagnostic word. D A T S, cat, cat, cat. I've always wanted to be that saved. can't get in trouble because I did that. <laughs> I got to tell you, uh, the last time the University of Kentucky football team was 5-0 and or 10-0 in the SEC, I was a senior in high school. So it's been a little while. It's been a little while. So, uh, you know, if you get any goodies, get, get them for me. Get them for me. I want to finish this series on four-letter words, and today I want to talk to you uh, about the word "are," and that's a word that that is sometimes makes us a little bit uneasy. When you hear that word "lost," there are all kinds of things that probably run through your mind. Many of you uh, watch the television show "Lost," and so you think about that show, and you just turn on the aisles and that's that's all it is. Uh, you know, for me. One of the things that I think of when I think of lost is I am directionally challenged. I have been perpetually lost. And if it weren't for Waze and my phone, I would still be perpetually lost. Because I need someone with a female voice, generally, on my phone to tell me where to go and what to do and which way to turn. And I find that very helpful and reassuring, actually. Son of Man came to seek and to save that which was lost. You can go through the scriptures, and there are many scriptures that talk about this, because even though we might be a little uncomfortable talking about this whole idea of what it means to be lost and what it is to fall, but Jesus actually was very comfortable, and he talked about it a lot. And if you look in the Gospels, uh, over in Matthew 10, Jesus sent his disciples to find and to warn those who were lost. Over in Matthew 15, Jesus said that he was sent to care for his lost sheep. Over in Matthew 18, Jesus said he didn't want any little children to be lost. Jesus wants us, those of us who have decided to follow him, and we have been found because of his grace, because we recognize that our lives were empty without him, that we needed help to be able to go in this life and to be able to enjoy this life. We know that the path that we were on was not the path that was working. There had to be another path, and Jesus showed us a way to that path. And when we decided to follow him, we found out how life could really be. And we knew then what it was. Not because we did anything to earn it, not because we deserved it by any stretch of the imagination, because we didn't. But we were Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. Scripture has a lot of things to say about being lost and being someone who becomes lost. I want to write these down for you and easy to remember, and I hope that you have it just, just for the sake of us discussing them. 
person is this. Who you are is what you are. Who you are is who you are. The English word for law comes from the same place as the Greek word apolumen. And that word can be translated as law, charity, or just rule. Satan calls charity or authority the apolumai in, in the book of Revelation. And we know that our enemy exists to lead people and to draw people into lawfulness so that he can destroy their lives. He comes to seek, to kill, to destroy. You know, that's what he is all about. Please listen to me. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now that sounds good. That's not what he's saying here. That's not what God is saying here. The wages of sin is death. If you want to continue to live your life and not follow Jesus and follow after your way and do everything your way, then you are going to be lost, not only you, but for eternity. Because the only way that we can be found is to follow Jesus, to repent of our sins, and to turn our hearts and our lives over to Jesus. Now again, in this day of political correctness, it's, it's uncomfortable for us to talk about somebody being lost or somebody being found. Maybe seems like we're we're making ourselves better than than, than someone else because we are found in this particular world, the lost world. But please turn with me to Revelation chapter two, verse five. Jesus speaking to his church. It's not really worth telling them because it would be socially awkward. How about 
do you have to hate somebody to believe that everlasting life is possible and not tell them that? Hello? This is coming from the mouth of an atheist. Did you know in 1993, nine out of ten Christ followers annually surveyed agreed with this statement. Every Christian has the responsibility to live a Christian Find the right color, the right size, and I'm just thinking, I'm going to go, man, I've got, I've got 
all the time. But as I was shopping there in Gilead, I noticed that there was a thing that uh, I, I wanted to look at. It was a, a little, uh, a little board. It was used by people doing construction, like this one right here, Pleasure Drive in Gilead, Texas. And every four years, you know what God put it inside of me? To wiggle and move. Not to stand still or push still or anything like that. God had put it in them to move, to wiggle and go. And guess what? He was pleased with each one of them. And he was in every, into every uh, that glass and urine here and there. Mom would come and help dad with that toilet and the leaves in it and so on. And, 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 and you know, she would come to learn to him and, and foot kiss him, you know, and so forth. And, and they were just as quick as, they could run as quick as a cat could run all the way to the kitchen and get their bath and get in the shower and wash themselves off and come back. And I was just too much later. I, I seriously uh, did not get my hands off of that thing. This time they wanted bondage. They wanted God to come back and say, bring over the little animal. And he said, you, you can't just take a little board and wiggle it and move it and come back and say, don't you want me to go back and get you? Here's the look of, of every single face, really down to the head, after about five minutes of having washed yourself. You saw that little squeeze of God and said, I'm not going back in there. What if God does that to you? What if God does that to you? I would be selfish not to just as happy as you know, life is good, have a Coke, you know.
by the mission. Amen?
that passion that he pursued you. It's with that pursu- that passion that he pursued me. And it is with that same passion that he wants us to pursue lives of others that he has placed in our lives who are searching, who need to find the one who is the way, and that is Jesus. The second story, he tells about a woman in her home. She has ten children. There's probably everything that she's got. And sometimes she counts them just to make sure that they're all there. And one day she counts them and there are only nine children there. So ladies, what does she do? She cleans. She cleans. She cleans madly and she cleans everything until she finds that one coin. And then what does she do? Well, then she calls and she tells all of the women in the neighborhood, I found it. I found it. That coin that I thought I lost. so that he found himself out feeding the pigs. I don't know if y'all have ever flocked hogs before. I had the privilege of doing that when I was growing up. And I say privilege because it makes me appreciate what has, you know, what life can be like, you know. I mean, you flock, there's just nothing messier than hogs. Until his dad just got to him and wrapped him up in a big bear hug. So tight. My 
these animals and the robe on his back and kill the fattened calf and get some livestock out because this boy stinks. We're going to have a party. We're going to have a party tonight and we're going to celebrate that my son that was lost is now found. basketball. Nobody's eternity <laughs> hangs in the balance here. When you see somebody in this pool and you see them have vision from death to life, once they were lost and now they're found because Jesus has died, now we walk in his resurrection power. Now that something to be excited about. Amen? I was working with one of my former students at our church down in southeast Florida. And when they would do baptisms, they do them right. And when baptisms are taking place at Fort Memorial, also at St. Kentsie and Stanton, every time their choir breaks into Celebrate good times. Come on. You know, I mean, we get excited because they know that's what you want to get excited about. That's what really matters when somebody passes from death to life, from being lost to being found.
that love 